Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, Go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. I have the damaging lies that we tell ourselves daily. Okay. Yeah. A lot of times we uh, talk to ourselves. We are self-talkers in our brain. We have more conversations in our brain with ourselves than we do with people. Mm-hmm. Each day. That's because <laughs> I like myself more than I like most people. <laughs> okay. So here's damaging lies. That we uh, tell ourselves daily, I have to be perfect. Now, Mm. you know, even if perfection were achievable, it's not a healthy goal. Hmm. And so um, remember that mistakes are a part of just being human. Okay. Sometimes that's our most valuable teachers is our mistake. I have a couple thoughts about that. Yeah. First of all, if it was achievable, I don't think it would be a bad goal. But since it's not achievable, you're right, it's a bad goal. On the other hand, falling short of perfect is better than falling short of not even close to perfect. Well, you just don't want to give up. Right. Not, yeah. So, but. And then second of all, even though you can't be perfect, you need to try to convince other people that you are because they will pick any flaw <laughs> no. that you have or any mistake that you make and they will amplify, magnify, and use it against you. Mm, I, no, I can no, give you examples no. in this room. No. I, I make a mistake on one button on the control board and they will talk about it for weeks. Okay, but we make a lot of mistakes here. Oh, I know that's your method. Show. Your method is to make so many no one can single you out for one. It's like, tell me which one I made. Yeah, <laughs> which one are you talking about? The problem is if you don't make a lot of them, then they pick that one that you made, and they just wear you out over it. And I like how you blame the computers for the computer error. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, you know, I'm thinking about kids, too. A lot of kids put pressure on themselves to think that, you know, I need to be perfect here for your mom, right. your dad, your kids around you. You will not be perfect. Okay, I agree mistakes. with you on the parents because your parents will understand and forgive a lot of mistakes. But when you get into the workplace, your coworkers will kill you on that stuff. So be ready to make it look like you're perfect, even if you're not. <laughs> that is horrible <laughs> advice. Oh, sure. Listen to you. Well, and let me say this, too. This is uh, another one that ties in with what you just said. I don't judge people. That's a lie that you're telling yourself, that you don't judge people. We all judge people. Research says that we arrive at our first conclusion in less than uh, two or three seconds. And the problem is sometimes it shows up on my face. Like, I may not say anything out loud, but yeah, you'll okay. see in my face that I, I'm thinking some things. <laughs> like your face says, did you really wear that? Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you the next lie that goes along with that. They lie to ourselves. We lie to ourselves and say that we shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't be judging other people. We shouldn't. We should. We lie to ourselves and say we shouldn't. <laughs> no. And then we feel guilty when we do what everyone does in his human nature. Okay, but 
it's best not to judge other people. You do it all the time. I know. You you know. you decide what someone is, and then you like expect them to be that, and when they're not, you get upset. Well, I don't necessarily get upset if you expect it. You know, if you start to judge people less because you, it's like you know pointing them out when you just point back at yourself. Because a lot of times we're judging ourselves and seeing if we uh, um, measure up or fit in. That's another way we judge ourselves. You just got to make sure you remove that plank from your eye before removing the thorn from theirs. But you know what? We got so Dang. many planks in our eyes. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> You know, I would rather not have a thorn in my eye. So far, I hadn't told myself any of these lies. Okay. <laughs> so I'm doing good. You're doing one right now. All what? right. Lie to yourself. No, I've never told myself, don't judge people today. Well, so you are <laughs> agreeing with me on that then. Hey, yeah, I'm, I mean, even the first one. I never told myself, what was the first one? That you can do good today? I've never no, told myself that. No, perfect. So you have perfection. to be perfect. Yeah, be perfect. I never told myself that. Okay. No, I don't tell myself lies. <laughs> but you're killing it. <laughs> Damaging lies that we tell ourselves. My life is harder than anyone else. Never thought that. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. that either at all. Everybody faces difficulty and crisis and trouble in their life, and everybody has their story. And uh, a lot of times you expect someone to know your story. If you don't tell them you're going through some hardship, you know, they'll never know. And you're like, oh, well, my life's so much more troublesome than Tom's life. I only know one person that does that. Who? I'm not going to say who it Come is, on, but say. I only know one person who thinks their life is horrible and everyone else's is great. Just tell us the name. We won't judge. I'm not going to say. It's not <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> they might be listening. Well, there, there's always the one upper. If you have a rough day and you're like, ah, you know, it, it's rough, but it's going to pull around. And they're like, you think your day's rough. It's like, it's not yeah. a competition for yeah. who's got a bad day. Uh-huh. It's like they want you to think, say, well, my life's bad too. <laughs> well, mine's worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, if you ignore it, it will go away. All right, procrastination, magical thinking, uh, the rescue fantasies may help us avoid the hard truths for a while, but pretty soon reality will catch up. Sometimes that does work with people, though. They die. I did not mean that. Yeah, what? you're like, this person and I don't get along, and then one day you come in and you're like, oh, they passed away. No. Okay, I successfully dodged okay, that. Okay, well, we're not talking about the creepy no. guy that works in accounting, okay? I wouldn't either. If you do avoid that guy, he might, he might go away. <laughs> but if you ignore it, it will go away. That's a lie you tell yourself. I told myself that. I'm too young or I'm too old. Another lie you tell yourself. I don't think I'm old, but I will say this morning I bent down to get something and my knees sounded like Rice Krispies. Well, wow. It's, it's okay. Did you grunt any and make any noise? Like, uh, I teared up a little bit. Okay. You know, there are times you have to tell yourself that. Like, I am too old to be partying all night long. Okay, well, that might be Because it takes true. me more days to get over it. But, yeah. but accomplishing great things, uh, you can do that at any age. At age five, Mozart, he uh, could play the keyboard and violin. Mozart. Mozart? Mozart. No, Mozart. You know, he was Mozart's cousin. Mozart. Mozart. Is he yeah. the one with the ark? He no, was that's friends Nodes with Noah. Ark. They were friends. That was Nozark. All right. <laughs> Nelson Mandela at 76 became president of South Africa. So at any age, you can do great things. And that's a lie you're telling yourself. Truth is, you can do things young and old. Yeah, you just may not be good at it, but you <laughs> can do it. Okay. Another lie we tell ourselves if I follow my heart, everything will work out. No, uh-huh. no. <laughs> if no. you follow your heart, uh, you remember balance, they say. I never override intellect with intuition. Like, oh, you know what? I'm going to follow my heart because I know this is the right one for me. And then about three or four or five months later, you're like, ah, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never follow your heart. Trust your gut. 
Don't listen to your heart. That oh. makes very little sense, but okay. It does, though. Your heart will be like, I love this person, and your gut's like, there are a lot of red flags. Let's think about this. I don't know. There are times Tom shouldn't trust his gut. <laughs> well, I, there's times when I'm very careful about my gut. Yeah. Never trust a toot. Well, <laughs> your gut does make noise, though. It will warn you. It gives you some warning signs. It does that talk to you, yeah. Sometimes it sounds like the predator over there. <laughs> I don't know about the predator. What's what? the predator sound like? It does like? that like... No, my like, stomach makes noise more like, <laughs> I want food. Well, you're not it's, hungry. I know that. <laughs> you know what? Your stomach's going, what are you doing to me down here? <laughs> Come on, man. Work a little. I've been misinterpreting that for a long time. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Time to get revenge on a telemarketer. Now, Hawk, you are good at this. What's my job to annoy the <laughs> telemarketers? They call us during the middle of dinner time and harass us and bother us. So Hawk has taken upon himself to get the revenge on them by basically wasting their time. But you're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're I'm, so good I'm at great, it. I'm great at it. That's my gift to the world, I think. <laughs> but it's my job to come up with ideas on uh, you know, how to prank the telemarketers. Now, this one I thought, what would it be like to just get a hold of the most boring person you could think of? <laughs> and that's if the telemarketer calls you yeah. and you're the most boring person yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. Now, how could someone as exciting as you manage to pull that off? Oh, well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened on this crank call. This is Swan Energy. And the reason for my call, we're an independent oil and natural gas producer. And I was going to send off some information to. Is that your home or your yeah. office? Home. That's your home. Okay. And then the information I send, it's just going to give you an insider point of view of my industry. What is it that you do for a living? I am in um, sales. What what type of sales do you do? I sell like convenience stores, like Little Debbie snack cakes and oh, okay. cheese puffs and sure All Pepsi's and Hubba Bubba chewing gum and sure um, okay Quaker oatmeal, Fruit Loops. Um, you just buy them those wholesale and then sell them to convenience stores? No, no, no. I sell them in the convenience store. Oh, okay. Like uh, Folgers Coffee, Sugar, uh, Toilet Paper, Beans. We sell Beans, Cracker Jacks. Um, Pretty much everything. Yeah, like barbecue sauce, refried beans. Jello, Duncan Hines cake mix, light bulbs, sell napkins and Kleenex, like root beer, Snickers bars. Yeah, like uh, we sell bread and milk and uh, yeah, uh, like Jif peanut butter, English muffins, Pringles, all kinds of potato chips like cheese puffs, potato chips. <laughs> uh, <hello? laughs> lasted longer than I would. Uh, <laughs> you think you made him hungry? Yeah, I might have. Are you in sales? Yeah, I sell. I what? sell at the convenience store. It's funny that he didn't give you any warning at the end or, or try to wrap it up and get to it. It was like he just said, I'm done. Yeah. He was tired of listening to Bubba Gump for snacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's your revenge on the telemarketers crank call this week. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Have you ever wondered why we close our eyes when we kiss? 
Everybody loves kissing. It's a lot of fun. Because you look weird, if not. Well, you might look a little weird. But you wouldn't be weird to them because their eyes are closed, too. Mm. I believe the reason is because your eyes can't focus that close, so you just close your eyes because there's no reason to sit in there blurrily staring at their eyes. Well, if you want to see how you kiss when you're kissing a mirror, mirror, you have to open <laughs> well, your eyes. When you're practicing, it's okay, Kato. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but you do have those cross eyes when you're kissing mirror. somebody. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's see if you're right, Tom. Psychologists, they actually figured it out while doing an experiment that had nothing to do with kissing. Oh. Yeah, they had people perform a letter search task of either low or high difficulty, and then they had them respond to the presence or absence of a brief vibration that they would get. Is this like those things your grandma does where she looks for the little letters in that row? Yeah, yeah. Word search. Yeah. Yeah, word search. Yeah. So, and then they had some that were difficult and not as difficult, and they also had a little vibration that was going on at the same time. They discovered the more difficult the visual task, the less sensitive that the people were to the vibration that was going uh, on at the same time. So, yeah. if you close your eyes, you're able to concentrate on the sensations more. Ba- basically, that's what they're oh, saying. thank you, because yes. I didn't have a clue what he said. <laughs> Yeah, by closing their eyes, they're able to like pay more attention to the feeling of the tongue sliding around oh. the other person's mouth. Oh, heavens. You know, I noticed if I'm washing dishes, I'll close my eyes sometimes. Oh, I don't know why. It's is like it, if it, I'm washing something, I'm just close my eyes, and I'm like, well, I guess I need to open them to see if it's clean. Is that a better <laughs> sensation? Because I don't know why I do it. Until you accidentally find that knife mm-hmm. with well, your finger. Yikes. It's just the bowls. I'm always scared of the knives and mm-hmm. the dishwater. That's <laughs> <laughs> scary. But uh, they, they say they've known that visual task is already distracted at like uh, as far as hearing, seeing, and even touch. Mm-hmm. It's not as a, a good sensation when you got a ton of things going on, when you're multitasking. It's just like whenever you get lost and you turn the radio down in your car yeah. so you can concentrate better. I do yeah. That. Or when you're on the phone and the conversation's boring, and so you start to scroll the internet or something, that person's like, well, "Are you are you paying attention to me?" <laughs> you can tell the way they you'd yeah. be talking. They're like, "Uh huh, yeah, uh huh, uh-huh. yeah. my, my sister does it to me. I'm like, "Do you even know what I said?" I uh, I, yeah, you yeah. said something about, and I'm like, "Just go." <laughs> so when it comes to kissing, we close our eyes in order to focus on the physical sensation of kissing rather than both the visual and physical sensation, which would be kind of interesting. What if we didn't close our eyes every time we kissed? That'd be kind of interesting. You know, you're sitting there with your eyes wide open like deer in headlights, and you're kissing. That would be kind of weird. And sometimes, you know, we all do this, don't you? Sometimes you, like, open one eye just, you know, just to look, just to see if they got their eyes closed. I did it one time, and he was looking back at me, and I was like, huh, yeah. won't be doing that again. <laughs> Is that what your husband? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know if he was messing with me or what, but he was just staring at me. I'm like, we're done. So you only did it once. So you don't even know. He's probably been, he has his eyes open now when you kiss. I just look so cute when I'm all fuzzy and out of focus. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. That's the thing. I still <laughs> feel like that's part of it, too. Because mm-hmm. if you're just that close to someone, it's blurry. Well, maybe you're kissing somebody that you really didn't want to kiss and you're having to think about that other person you wish you were kissing. So you have to close your eyes because you can't open your eyes and daydream. That's sad. Kato was closing his eyes as he did that. Maybe we should do just like a uh, an air kiss. You know how you play air guitar? Maybe we do an air kiss like you normally kiss and just see how you do it. And Because, you know, that way you could feel the sensation. So it's been on, so long. On three, let's all close our eyes and do an air kiss. Okay? No. One, I, two, no. three. Uh, oh, my. 
gosh. Oh, that kind of kiss. Dude, that is sick. You know, I'm going to go hang out with Amira for a minute and kiss it instead. I would like to file a complaint with HR. Okay. Oh, my. You have a really long tongue. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's my air kiss. No, you know what? Y'all should have participated. No. That was fun. I'm married. We opened our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was fuzzy. Well, when it comes to the perfect kiss, they define a perfect kiss when it comes to that as how much tongue you use. I saw his tongue, and it was fuzzy. <laughs> All right. 30% tongue is what most people say is the perfect kiss. You don't need a lot. I don't know how, if you're sitting there thinking of how many percentage you're doing, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> if you got percentages in your mind while you're kissing. No, well, they ask people this question, like how much tongue is too much tongue? Because sometimes you get too much tongue. What yeah. if you're sitting there retracting? Like, no, that was too much. Pull it back. Okay, no, no, that's too much yeah, back. Go forward a little bit more. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, 30% was the amount of tongue most people said was the perfect kiss. We did have some people out there, 2% said 100% tongue. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no. Uh, sometimes you just need a little. It's like a lizard. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it depends on the kiss. Don't mm. bring that up again, the lizard kiss guy. Ugh. And now everyone who kisses today is going to be, this is going to be running through their uh, yeah. mind. Yeah, I know. Are they opening their eyes? Is this enough? T- not enough tongue? Or too much tongue? It's when you talk about like eye contact and people start looking at you differently. Yeah, discusses eye contact. So do keep, what you like when you're kissing to use as much tongue as you like or as little tongue as you like, and don't think about percentages. It's your prerogative. Does a lizard? <laughs> don't do that either. And no you, lizard tongue. You talked about my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. A lot of people going to be doing some camping this summer. Oh, yeah. We have a resident camping expert here in the studio. Okay. Cato. Mm-hmm. He camps more than us. But it is camping month. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm well, beginning to, you know, my friends and I, we used to camp out twice a month. We were camping. And now it's become once a year, mm. and I'm spending more time in hotels and resorts, and I'm beginning to think that the uh, uh, camping life may not still be for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I will say this. When it comes to camping on the couch, playing video games, you're the expert. Okay, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, hey, you don't shower either, do you? <laughs> <laughs> so let me restart that. We do not have any experts on camping here in the room, but we yeah. do have someone who used to camp, and they may be able to verify some of these things. Okay, yeah, I slept in a tent. They say there's some rude things to avoid on your next camping trip, and Cato is very, very quick to judge people on whether they're rude or not, so he may be able to just uh, help figure these Quit out, too. mean. I-, I wasn't trying to be boys boys okay so (laughs) summer is the most popular time of the year to go camping just make sure you're not the person all the other campers hate and here are some camping no-nos that are considered rude okay don't arrive too early guests from the night before may still be there and they'll feel rushed to leave if you want to show up early call the campsite first and see if there's an open spot there's check-in times at the koa campgrounds much like a hotel right uh, exactly but Mm -hmm. usually check out is 2 p.m okay so so you don't want to get there early because those people may not be ready to go yet yeah yeah, help them pack up (laughs) (laughs) all right camping rules don't let your dogs run wild Make sure you know the campsite's rules for dogs. Keep them on a leash if you need to. Even if leashes aren't required, make sure they're not bothering the other campers. Inaccurate. Please let your dog come over and say hi to me. Okay. 
of course, that would mean that would be for anywhere. Right. Always keep your dogs to make sure they but don't. People mess think with camping them. is different because it's in the woods and in the open. Yeah, but you still have a lot of campsites, and it, and most of the time it is in the woods. But if you go down to the coast to all the the campgrounds. They're literally side by side yeah, by side, side by side. side. And side by side. On another <laughs> note, keep your kids uh, contained as well. Yeah. Yes. Keep, keep a leash on your kids. <laughs> wow. Just hook it to the picnic table. Yeah, more than the dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, as they say, don't bring your own firewood. Now, I would not have known this. What? They say it depends on the campsite, but sometimes it's considered bad form to bring your own wood because it can bring insects that are not native to the area and fungus that is not native to the area. So, in general, you're not supposed to bring firewood from more than 10 miles away, and if the campsite sells their own wood, that's the best option. Never have heard that. Okay. Have you ever brought camp firewood? Um, I want to say that my friends have, but a lot of times we'll just go off in the woods and find stuff. Right. Well, and that's and what they think is there, a good solution, but, too. And I think that I've been on a campsite where they actually come by in a truck to each campsite. It's a guy. It's, it's, it's like a door to door salesman with yeah. wood. We're going to buy some wood. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. You got the starter wood, too. You can buy it at some uh, department stores and stuff. Is that like to yeah. get you started on wood and yeah. then you get can you, like, all right, now yeah. I'm addicted to wood? Well, and there's nothing worse than being at a campsite <laughs> and you're sitting there and then you're very close and the other person's right beside you starts a fire and the smoke just comes rolling in on top of you. Yeah. It's just horrible. <laughs> it's almost like the music that's bleeding over. You know, they're listening to some kind of salsa music that you don't want to hear. <laughs> And even worse, the smoke will follow you. You get up and go to the other side of the, the fire, and it's like, well, let's go that way then. Smoke follows beauty. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, uh, All right. That so that actually ties in. Me. You said that about not the smoke following you and not just yeah, right. same thing for music. Don't play your music too loud because this includes playing it over a speaker, singing around a campfire. It's polite to ask the other campers around you first, especially if they're going to bed earlier than you. It depends on how far you are from them, too, right. and how loud you are. It's kind of like the same rules apply at the beach, apply at a campsite, because people have their music blaring. Okay. Yeah, but, it, but the beach, they're a lot closer than a campsite. Usually you'll well, have trees between you. Mm-hmm. I, do you? See, I, the ones I've been staying, or I have stayed at here, and I, it's a couple of years ago, they were very close, closer yeah, than they, I imagined. And there are some that are, but like the ones we stay on are usually more secluded. I will say this, right. though. Here's a good idea for you if you are going to the campsite, because a lot of times they'll just let you go. You go find your own campsite. They don't give you a specific campsite. It's like you just go find the best one that suits you. And a lot, a lot of times it's it's good to put like a tuba on the picnic table, you know, just sit it out there so they think, oh, wow, they're going to be playing the tuba while they're here at the campsite. And, you know, you can leave your kids out there roaming around. And My suitcase is already overflowing. I won't be able to fit a tuba. Oh, you don't put no, a suitcase. You, you, you lay it out on the table so they can see it. I she got had a you. point. That's a yeah. big instrument to bring. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's something smaller that it's would a, be the you same. you got a camper you, or a tent. You got to make sure it's seen from the other sites. Yes, beside you. It's like I, don't I like wanna, that. Idea. I don't want to park by that guy. I don't want to <laughs> camp by those people. They're gonna be loud and unruly. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, they say don't leave your campfire burning overnight because people underestimate how much water it takes to fully put out fire. It's right. usually several gallons, so don't think you can just pee on it, guys. You'll probably need help from the girls. <laughs> nice, Tom. Wow. Nice. Hey, the camping crew. I- 
camp with, they would be glad to help out. <laughs> I'm definitely going to pass by that campsite. I don't want to stay by those people. Well, there is an etiquette to that. The guys need to go first because they can lower the temperature and put out some of the flames, and then the girls are going to have to straddle. So they got to be. It's got to be lower levels. I hope you didn't forget leg day. Because your legs are going to be burning after that. Oh, yeah, you'll smoke off some hairs. Well, God <laughs> could hold your hands and kind of hold you over. And look the other way. <laughs> it's like a circle. Wow. A circle of life. <laughs> it ain't the circle of life. Yeah. I don't know what wow. it is, but it's not the circle of life. So camping teaches you valuable lessons like... Never go camping. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. What's that number to the hotel again? <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 